Anyway, let's talk about tactics. Um, it's been something that's been on my mind for the, I mean, it's always on my mind, but I don't know what it was. I just like, just watching games and just being so bored and just not, just being annoyed at what players do and then having to hear pundits talk about the tactics of some coach. I'm just like, what are you talking about, dude? There's no, t- th- th- like, I, I think that there's an issue when it comes to soccer, like people, that they just never watch other sports. Like they just they just never have. So I think they just don't understand what coaching is. And I think for me and probably for you too, like having watched American football and having like some knowledge of it, like you see like what coaching is. Like that's the sport where coaching is the most important is American football. Like not even close. Like it's literally not even close. Like like the coaches are like up all night trying to figure stuff out. But then we also grow up watching NBA and playing basketball. And you get to a point where you you realize that like the players know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't really need the coach to tell them much. Sometimes the coach can see a wrinkle, but like really when you have good players, they get out there and they just they just play. You know what I mean? These are all on uh, Discord right now. But um, when I hear and watch soccer and they're talking about tactics and stuff, I'm just like, yo, dude, like, you can't tell me you're watching this and you're seeing some, like, tactical thing. So I have a few questions that I'm going to propose, and then we'll talk about some other deeper ones. Caesar, this is basically a yes or no even though you're on Discord. Is choosing a formation tactics? Choosing a formation no matter what or choosing a formation depending on the team you're playing? Like the coach, like we're playing we're playing Fenerbahce tomorrow. I think it's tactical. But is that like – I wouldn't like, consider that being like the man is has tactics because – I think that coaches seem to rely on the same formation every single team they go to. So it's not really a tactic. A tactic is supposed to be an approach. Week, I think, right? Let, let, let me let me get these questions off. Let me get these. No, don't, don't, you better not. Don't do that, face. I'm trying to make the show better. Okay. So choosing information is not tactics. We're not giving no damn props for that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Okay, next question. Is parking the bus tactics? Yes. Why? Because you only park the bus at a certain time in the game. It's a ta- tactical decision. Okay, it's but, not for but, you to debate it. It's okay, hold on. Answer the question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Don't, 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 don't try to flex on me because you're on Discord. I'm not on Discord. It, I'm checking my work computer. Is it tactics in the sense I'm – not, I'm not, okay, you know what? That's my fault because I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question – I'm not asking the question correctly. It's your fault. Yes. Is it like tactics? Like, is it like, oh, my God, the tactics? No, because because in that sense, no, because it's not a shocking thing. It's not it's not something that's – it's just you're telling your – like, 
tactic would be like, for example, like. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Okay, I say I can't let you go there. No, it's not. Okay, thank you. See, see. <laughs> it's just like if you were if you were playing with your friends. You see, hey, okay, dog. It's late. Just, just defend, defend. That's all the coach is saying. So it's not tactics. It's just. Yeah, it's late. We can't let them score. Yeah, like, we gotta back up more. We gotta back up more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a seven-year-old knows on Madden when it's late. Uh, play. Uh, what the hell is it called? <laughs> no, Mary. No, 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 no. Like when on defense, like what's it called when it's uh when when you play like everybody back. <laughs> um, uh, was it five deep or whatever? Five deep. Something like that. Play dime coverage, dog. We need a bunch of DBs. Yeah, yeah. Dime coverage. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's not tactics. Now, another one that I got into the one-sided debate with Eric Krakauer on, he didn't want the smoke, is pressing tactics. No, I still don't think those are necessarily tactics. Like, I... I I think they're only considered tactics for people that don't understand really what tactics are because their sport doesn't have it. Like your sport doesn't have people that have that in this sport. Like, you know, a tactic would be if, if, if like, Oh, I'm not allowed to talk about it. I want to get the third time you try to start going all off is pressing tactics. No, it's not because because, you can, you can because be play, we can be playing basketball at the park, and I can be like, "Come, come, come on!" Like we're trying to trap this dude to increase adrenaline and like rhythm. It's not meant. It's not like it's not like a swapping of entire positions or movement. It's just people go a little harder. It's just <laughs> press a little harder. Try to, try to pressure the ball. Yeah, if we're playing pickup basketball, and you're saying, "Oh, Caesar, uh, uh, be be closer to the point guard." That's not. That's not like you know, like. What we're all pressing here. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's just 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 put pressure on the ball as it, it moves. And it's a great point because in basketball, when they say, "Okay, full court press," that's not a, they're not doing. That's not a tactical decision. That's not a tactic. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, okay, full court press. Okay, we'll do it for three minutes. It's over. Cool, whatever. Like it's they done. tell four year olds that. Yeah. There there ain't no tactics for no, this. No, no. Press the ball. Just pressure the ball. That's it. Trying to force somebody into a mistake. That's it. It's not tactics. Like I told Eric Krakauer, he's trying to say that, oh, Liverpool. I'm like, pressing isn't tactics, dude. And then Klopp himself said, yeah. Pressing creates opportunities that let you score more. That's it. Yeah. You puts pressure on the defense to make a mistake. You make a mistake, you get to score. It's not not a tactic. Yeah, that's just like – I mean, literally it was quoted by the coach of Liverpool said, we don't use tactics here. Yeah, we just – he's like, I don't make things complicated. Freaking people! Hey, I, we've talked about this before. I don't know if we ever really. Ta- we, I'm sure we talked about it on the show. We talked about everything. Two hundred damn episodes. Um, do you think that coaches really make players watch film of like the last game? I wouldn't say. I I wouldn't say they they might make watch player. They might make the players watch. It's not that bad. I'm just, I'm just doing this. It's not that bad. They might make the players watch, but it's still not a big um, – uh, it's not part of the makeup of the sport. The sport isn't, isn't 
The successes of players has never been one of the uh, one of the reasons for their success has been because they watch film. People don't say that. They don't go, man, Messi's a fantastic player, not just because of what he does on the field, but all the time he puts in watching film. No one says it. But you say that about almost every single football player ever. You say that about almost every single basketball player ever. You talk about the film watching they do, the hours they spend in the room. They just have a, a granola bar and a water, and they're just watching it all day, right? You know, and, and it's not part of the sport. Maybe there's players that have taken that to the advantage. Maybe there's goalies that have watched something of all oh, this guy's tendencies on penalties, whatever. Maybe. But no, because also I don't believe they do because I don't think some of these penalty stats would be as egregious as they are. I feel like if people actually watched a bunch of Balotelli things, they would get more stat and, and they'd be like, oh, this is why he shoots this way. Or Zlatan. You wouldn't have these crazy hyper like success rates because – like I think those things are what you benefit on, but on the on the field, I don't think they really do that. I don't think they do that at all. I think that they do it just to like maybe talk about certain things. Maybe some coaches like a pet may watch it because he wants to show you what he wants to do against them. But I don't think a lot of players are going, oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they get out there and they just start running around and start feeling the mood and feel the vibe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, like thousand. Caesar, and I'm asking these questions from like watching matches and just seeing stuff. I'm like, God, like you can just tell that they don't watch film or anything. I, I, I think I was watching one of these Turkish games, and I was like, there was a, I, I want to say it was Arda Turan. He has his, he's he's getting the ball from like let's say the center back. He's in the midfield. He's like getting the ball from the center back. There's nobody on his back for like 20 yards, okay? There's nobody around him. He receives the ball, dribbles it twice back towards the the center back, and gives it back to him. And it just blew my mind that he just didn't turn around. And I feel like if coaches showed players film, actually, you know what? Let me not not say that. i ask you a question. This is kind of somewhat esoteric. You got to, you know. If, no. Okay, what, aside from like penalties and like goalie stuff, like on the actual pitch, what do you think coaches would be telling players in film review? Like what would they be talking to them about, about the matches, about the game in film review? You're, you're, you're muted. You're saying if they were to actually do it. Yeah, like what would they be talking to them about? Are you saying like what are they doing now or what they should be or what do you mean? What would they be doing? If they're actually having film study, then I think that their only film study would be talking about Let's say last game that they did something on like did offensive. There was an offensive play. The coach would be like, "Well, next time on that on the give and go, actually give it to him. Don't just go like some something like that, you know, like or like oh, you know, they're not going like, well, see, look, Messi's coming down his right side. Why are you sitting on his left? Why are you? That's what they should be doing. They should do stop pausing the film. Be like, look at this idiot. See this guy? He's sitting on the right side of his body." He's going to go left, sit on his left, and then scream at him, grab my shirt, don't sit on the right. And that that would be film room. Thank you. Caesar knows, and I, I honestly think Caesar knows that because Caesar has a background in other sports. 
for us, when we're watching stuff, we see someone like, how does that happen every time? It's so obvious that no coach is telling the guy, hey, um, he does this, like, he's done this five million times, and then every single time he got to this position, he went left. You, you should grab your fullback and go, you sit, literally put your, literally put your inner thighs on Messi's leg, left leg. That's what I want to see. And if he scores a wizard goal with his right, all good in the I'll hood. Kiss you in the it's mouth. all good. I'll kiss you in the mouth if he scores like, on his I right I want foot. him to have 33 goals this year on his right foot. Thank you. And if he sits on his left and he still jukes you out, that's not your fault. You did. You sat on there. You did everything you could. If he did, if you sat on his left foot and he juked you out, he's Lionel Messi. <laughs> Caesar, you don't have to mute it. Well, it's not that bad in the background. Um, yeah, like literally. He's, like, he's, 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 he's Lionel Messi, dog. But I'm not going to let you sit on his right leg and let him take it to his favorite spot in the whole world and whip a, a heater from the left foot. No. If he's going to whip a heater on his left foot, you better he better connect his shin with your shin. That's what I want to see. If he if he shoots on his left foot, he better be 35 yards out. You better he better have kicked you into that goal. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, like that that would be film. You know, if it was Ronaldo, you go, look, he's he's Two-footed. You need to be on his body. Make him foul you. Make him make him frustrated. Crowd his space. Don't give him room to dribble. He wants to make room to dribble to create a shot. Don't. Just stay on him. Yeah. Right there. I would just say, if it's Ronaldo, since he can go both directions, try not to let him receive the ball in space. Yeah. And and, and just, just get around him. Yeah. Like Make sure when the midfielder looks at him like, the midfielder has to question the pass. You need to keep disrupting his rhythm. He's, the, the, he wants to get that space rhythm because all these players in soccer, they love building a momentum to get the ball. Don't let him build them. If he has to build them, make him fight for that joint because look at Danny Alves. Danny Alves always did a good job on Ronaldo because he may not have been as big, but he had the comparable speed. So all he would do is crowd Ronaldo and run with him. Even if Ronaldo's in the moves, he's right there the whole time running with him. Sometimes he takes L's, but statistically, he's always played really good against him because he just stays on his ass, especially at his prime. He just yeah. was on you the whole time. Yeah, like, and 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 like when I talk about like passing lanes, like the for me, I mean, and and, and maybe it's just understanding, like, because I was a defensive back. I love like, that tournament talker. I like. It really is like. Yeah, it's a football term, but they should. It really is. I mean, it's it's even more important in soccer. Passing is only done one time in football, but in <laughs> soccer, it's done millions of times. So, Passing so is like probably the most important thing in the whole sport. <laughs> it is. So, really, for me, it's about the person with the ball has to question their pass. Yeah, it's not even like like they just have to think, be able to think twice about it, like. You don't even like you don't even necessarily like you don't gotta man up Ronaldo. You don't gotta like be on him. You gotta when 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 uh when uh Quadrado has the ball, he has to when he looks, he gotta think, oh maybe I can't get it to him. 
And that's that's the win right there. It's the two things. It's either you make it uh, feel like it's an open pass or you make him think that that pass isn't there. It's just two things you need to do. It's up to you. Depending on your speed and your ability as a defender, you need to make that decision. For example, we play together. A lot of times what you do is you give the illusion that I'm open so that you want the person to bait the pass. You could take the pass lane and transit over. Or maybe you'll be like, you know what, I'm going to just cover Caesar a little bit so he thinks not open, but I'm really investing my time and energy over here. I just don't want this to be an outlet right now. That's how to do it. And that's, I think, what you would have in a film room is, yeah, people want to talk about this stuff. You would want to just isolate that. If you did that, honestly, Wallahi, you'd win a lot of games. <laughs> you'd win a lot of games. Thank you. If Simeon so was sim- doing that, I'd just be his own. I'd be cheering for them all the time, but he doesn't do that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Another thing that I think that they would talk about in film review is players receiving the ball, midfielders generally, receiving the ball and not turning around. Yeah. Like, that's one of the most frustrating things for me, and I've said this a million times, I'm not going to belabor it. One of the things I loved about watching Winduzi so much is that ever he got the ball, he turned around. Yeah. It's so frustrating for me to watch players get the, like midfielders generally, receive the ball and just pass it back yeah it, it tells me that you didn't check you you know for me when i play i think a lot of underrated things some people don't do and I especially i actually see this in mls and it really makes me lose my mind sometimes a, a midfielder or even a striker will go into a ball but i know they haven't checked the area first because the most cap thing ever is that these guys keep their heads up the whole time they don't do that no, no. they don't do that you never dribble honestly you never really dribble that much with your not looking at the ball you're kind of always looking but you need to check whenever i get the ball i check the region before i enter the pass get the ball cuz then i know i can I have space to turn around and make a decision if i've checked and there's someone on me or if the call outs there man on man on then you can do that or give back but you unless you hear man on or you've checked Turn the F around, and let's get this ball going forward. Let's go. Let's go. Move the chains. Let's move the chains. <laughs> Thank you. For like, real. And it, it, that's – Ganduzi does a great job of that. I like Cruz always did a good job of that. Cruz is – oh, Kingpin of that. Modris, they're all about advancing the, the, the ball forward or seeing if there's options sideways. I'd rather you pass it to the side and move that defense to move back because if we move back, we're not making a transition forward. A center back or goalie's only uh, there to give you relief, not to give you an option. It's a relief. It's a relief in a situation. Because at midfield, you're about transitioning the offense forward. Let's go. Let's get it going, dude. I'm not doing this mess. The way that you said, like, the let's go, that's how I be feeling. And that's how I – we have a background in these other sports. Like, you got to – and just like basketball. I mean, obviously, basketball, the the court is a lot smaller. But, like – the reason why I could never watch college basketball, it was just a bunch of sideways passes. I oh hated my god! Oh my god! Oh my passes god. like oh my it, god! Because not only because they had that clock, the shot clock all day, they could do that. Like yeah, it's 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 you know, especially when I played, it was about let's get the ball as close to the basket as possible, and that involves passing forward or just getting up there, throw the ball up court. We got to get in there, get in that ball fast. We're getting we're getting in there quick. We're trying to go up quick on these minutes. It's like we're trying to use this time to score as much as possible before it's over. So the thing is, is when you watch some teams, I think that are like, for example, I think the older Byron team that after they lost a couple times was bad because they did so much possession, but they didn't have possession after Pep was gone. Their possession was bad because their possession wasn't going forward. Their possession was just 
creating space it whether where they had it when they didn't have oh we got to hear boom let's go let's go you know that that urgency is very important i think urgency is key and i think that yeah you want to have time where you're resetting that's different but like i said those guys are not there to be an option to me even when i'm playing the games it's not an option it's about you wanted to you, you want to look forward because you're trying to get move the change dog we're just trying to get up there let's go and 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 even the possession stats like Let's talk – I mean, and, and I do think they'll do this sometimes, but, like, forget possession. How about possession in the other half? That That's a fa- – that's – thank you. I've been saying that forever. I'm like, I don't care about a possession stat. I like – where's the red zone? Give me the red zone numbers. Where's the Where's the time of possession that a team had in the penalty box? Where's the time of possession a team had in the final third? Where's the time of possession that they had on the other side of the field? If you have possession, but you're sitting on your ass the whole time, it's not good. The, the old Dunga games, people talked about how good Brazil was possession-wise. That's because he kept passing the ball in the back line the whole time. There was nothing going forward. Yeah, that, that, that means nothing. I don't care about a 54-45. That's a stupid stat possession-wise. I don't care about that. I care about is the 54 happening over there or is it happening over here? Because exactly. then, then it could still be 3-0 because they had more time on our side of the field than theirs. And also, um, like when I would do trackers, um, like at least with Griezmann and Bale, I would do these. I would track their passes and track back passes, forward passes. I'm not just saying, okay, like, no, like touches. Sometimes Bale would have uh, 20 passes, 18 of them were back passes. Like, come on, dude. Like, I don't want, like, that means nothing to me. And I think that's egregiously worse for an attacking player. Like, yeah. we're already kind of being hard on midfielders, which is fair. Like, that's that's the approach we have to the sport. Like, our sport approach to the sport is like, we don't even want midfielders doing that, really. Like, it ha- if it has to happen, it does. Yeah. But I'll, I'd be sitting inside like this, like, just waiting for it to turn around. I'm like, that's great, but just get this ball for it. I'm so happy you didn't get it stolen from you. But let's turn it. Give it to the center back. Give it to the fullback, and let's go. Like, let's get going. But a striker, I think it's it's like people don't understand how much of a, mo- a negative that is because I have respect for this as a player like playing striker because I know how long it took to get the ball to me. Like I know the buildup it takes. Those goalie kicks, a lot of them are just like lotteries. So you don't know who's really going to get it. And it's like, yes, we got it. And we're going to waste our time giving it freaking back? No, dude. We need to turn around and make something out of it. I would not be as hard on Bale because the older Bale that I used to defend to the core was not doing that. He had his athleticism and his speed, so he turned around and get going. Even if it looked stupid, even if it looked just all athleticism, no brains, it didn't matter because I'm like, he's north-south in it. I'm down. Let's go. And it's all north, apparently. He's had that play where he ran out of bounds to keep going the ball. That's good. I want to see that because you're creating havoc for the defense. You're creating something for the offense. It's just a positive in so many ways. And if things go bad, you're so far off the field, the defense has time to recover, and it's all good. Exactly. But when you're, you're giving it back. You're giving it closer to our goal, and that's giving the team more possession and more pressure on our players again. You can't have that, especially on a team that was so powerful um, offensively at that time, and even on the later years when it was that free bail year where we got to see his star power, he didn't have the other weapon on the side that was going to bail him out. It was just on him, no pun intended. So, you know, it, it, it that, that's where it became so whack to me. Like, dog, you, you're not – you're supposed to be this megastar. 
but you're giving back passes out. Like, I'm sorry, dude. It's, I'm not going to give you that status. I'm just not going to give it to you. Like, nine. We watch players that we like, and we go, that guy's amazing because they have the guts to do that. They go, damn, like, even Vinicius, like, I'm like, he's incredible to me because he's trying to just go forward. I'm like, you're insane, dog. <laughs> There's two people on your side. Someone's open. You're like, no, nah, I'm going to get this here. I'm going to make it happen. And, and, and that's a positive to me every freaking time. Yeah, like it, it, it takes some level of bravery and skill yes. to be able to, like, square up a defender and take him on. You could – Vinicius Jr. could easily just, okay, I got it here on the wing. You could give it let right just, back. Yeah, let me just kind of do something then just give it back. Like, yeah, whatever. But, like, if he's like, no, nah, I'm squaring up the defender. I'm going to see what happens. The, the the best is if I get a cross in or something or score. The the middle is, like, get a corner, which is also really good. Or I end up dribbling out of bounds or whatever. But it's still you can forgive it. Hey, this – okay, we'll, we'll continue the other stuff next time, but then this is the last thing about, like, tactics on the field. And the other okay. time – next time, I'm talking about, like, coaches themselves. Or we could do a short one this week or something like that. I'm down. Um, momentum. Mm. There, here's the thing I see when I'm watching the game that I feel like enough – like, this is another thing I feel like that doesn't happen. There's, there's ten players. With, like, when the center back has the ball – and he's like going to the left, they all the every single player on the other team goes that direction too. Yo, what is the big thing in in sports? You use a player's momentum against them. Why don't they ever go back? I'm like, yo, don't like once you get all their momentum going this way, that's when the time to go the other way. Have you ever seen when they do like at the World Cup that that big camera that's down the line from goal to goal? Yeah. I remember it was like 2006 or something. One of those World Cups I watched, and they did like a goalie cam from way up in like the bleachers in the back, and all the players were like in this bubble here. And I was sitting there, I'm just like, why wouldn't I just tell my team to? I don't care what they're doing, we're staying with this formation, like. Don't you dare rotate, because in soccer, they tell you, if you're the fullback on the left side and the ball's on the right side, go to the half line. I'd be like, no, just, just stay a little bit. Just wait a little bit, because if we get possession, they got to run to you. Make them chase you. The, they always say the ball moves faster than the player, so make them chase. Why are teams not more rigid structurally? A lot of teams just morph and then move here and move here. I'm like, just keep the fucking thing. Stay there. It's, <laughs> right? and I, and I, Use the field to your advantage, dog. That's it, why people like Sir Drums are amazing. The moment everybody's crowded over here, he just, toop, that ball across the field. You're like, I, I'd be so mad if I had to chase a fucking team around like that. If I'm over here, he just kicked the ball. Like, oh my god! Now we gotta go here. That's why I would destroy so many teams fitness wise. Is they're just doing less running than you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> moving the ball around. Use the use the team's momentum against them. Yeah. When you're if you're uh, like just a juke, a juke move, shake move is getting the person's momentum that way, and then you go this way. That's all it is. Yeah. So when you have a whole team's momentum going one way, just cut it back the other way. Yeah. It, it, it really it baffles me it's so underutilized. I think like maybe three teams do that. Like it's so weird to me when you're watching, you're just like, man, like they're just really eating up the mo- they're like it's like they're following the waves that they're going. But why aren't you like 
creating disruption. I always think like the best way to make things happen in a sport is when your tactics aren't working is to create chaos, to to make the defense work harder. You got to make them work harder than you. I don't even think your team needs to have better fitness necessarily, but you got to make every other team work harder for you than the ball. Passing is making it easier for all of us. I'm not doing the running. The ball's doing the running. All I did was just kick it forward. But if you have a bunch of people spreading around, who's going to get more tired? Exactly. That's why. It's, that's why it's huge. Exactly. So okay. You um, anyway, okay, Caesar. So let's continue this tactics talk. This week, well, we were going to do this all last week, but um, we cut we we cut it in half, kind of. And this week, we're going to mostly talk about coaches because obviously the tactics talk. I can hardly even remember what we talked about last time. Let me actually look. Um, the tactics talk is, oh, that was on my email. Um, the tactics talk revolves mostly around coaches. And we did talk about that somewhat last time. Like what would the coaches be telling players during film review? Do they even have film review? We both don't think they, they really do. But here's a question. And and it's funny because I actually wrote these questions before Lambar was fired. <laughs> <laughs> And it was funny because I was like, damn, like literally I looked to see like, oh man, you're playing Sheffield United today. I was like, if Sheffield United beat Man U, they might fire Ole too. (laughs) um, So here's my first question. Um, Do you think, okay, I want to, I want to make sure I frame this right. Okay. Do you think that coaches are overpaid? In soccer? Yes. I don't think so. Because Simeone gets like forty million a year or something like that. He's the highest paid coach. Okay, if he's getting forty minutes, beyond stupid. Like forty million still, but if coaches were getting like even ten million, I wouldn't be all the way upset or fifteen. Because I think it is a little different. Like, what they don't have to do tactically compared to, like, football or whatever in, in America, I think they have to make up with sometimes having to know more languages, understanding, like, different backgrounds. I think that's kind of, like, more important, too. I, I don't know. I, I think that I think that they are – if they're making $40 million, that's bonkers. No. Like, you shouldn't – there's no damn coach making $40 million unless he has, like, the, the most ridiculous amount of trophies I've ever seen in my life. He's got to be, like – you got to be, like, a Phil Jackson, like, X game mode status to, like, get that much money. Okay, Caesar. Caesar. Dude, I'm going to two cups in his whole life. I'm going to exclude the dudes that coach in China. Okay. Oh, they make they make buku money there? No, I'm just – just because they're not, like, whatever. Uh, we'll stick I, was, I was excited to find out some uh, – like, some – so was it the former Brazilian coach? He out there making eighty million or something like that? I bet he is. Um, Ole, Manchester United, he's making eight point three million a year. Really? Yeah. Isn't he like an interim kind of? Tuchel at PSG, he was getting eight point five million a year. Caesar Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City, nine million a year. Wait a minute, Brennan Rogers? Yes. What is what is Brennan Rogers done? Um win at Celtic? Uh, Ancelotti, Everton, twelve million. I mean I'm down. I love Ancel. Zidane, twenty three million. 
Okay. There should Mourinho, be no one getting okay. That's that's a top. No, no one more than him, please. Mourinho twenty three, Jurgen Klopp twenty four. No, 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 no. Now Pep, I'm getting angry. Stop it. Pep twenty seven. Yeah. Conte thirty. For what? And and Simeone forty million a year. For what? Forty million. For what? Simeone getting forty for what? Caesar. For Caesar. what? For the suits? Caesar, I'm a, okay. Let, let, I'm going to go down this list again. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. Okay, number one, Simeone, no pressure. Antonio Conte, actually, with Inter Milan, not not much pressure. They haven't won shit in a while. Yeah, it's not pressure. I mean, he can get he can get fired. Yeah, he can it's, get, not, it's not no, a perma job. He can get fired. No, no, he, he does not get fired. There's no pressure if you're not going to get fired. Okay, but see, I'm saying he can get fired, of course, because it's Italy. But there is no pressure for Inter Milan to win trophies. They haven't won shit in a long time. I know, but I think that. But this is like their their the biggest spending year, like in like the last ten years. But Caesar, so there's pressure real. there. Caesar, there's pressure. Obviously, just normal pressure. But is there pressure to win trophies? No. Inter Milan ain't won nothing in a long time. They've been in Europa League and shit. They're not even. They're out of uh, Champions League this year. Yeah, and they lost Coppa Italia. <laughs> no, they won. They beat Milan. Oh, then they're, they're still getting a little cup. Pep has pressure at Man City. Jurgen Klopp has pressure at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Mourinho, Tottenham, no pressure. Zidane has pressure at Real Madrid. Um, Ancelotti, no pressure, but 12 million, whatever. I mean, Ancelotti's a legacy. Come on, dog. He, he, okay. he deserved that. Yeah. I, I'm saying that to say this. Do you think more teams, especially, obviously, all the teams took a financial hit, and we saw the hiring of players who are not that far removed from the game. We saw Lampard, obviously, Pirlo, uh, Zidane, uh, Ole. Ole's, I don't know how old Ole is. He looks old as hell, but it seems like maybe he's in his 40s. No, he like played like a few years ago. Yeah, he didn't play that long ago. Um, uh, even Terry Henry had his one season at Monaco. If he'd done better, he would have been there longer, but he just it imploded. He just wanted to beat everybody up. Okay. Do you, do you think that more teams are going to go the way of signing younger, less like less experienced managers than paying, you know, ten? Yes. Because actually, one of the big issues is that those coaches. I think the list you gave us, I think they're like winners of like all trophies, basically, like 90, 80% of trophies in like all those leagues in like the last like 10 years. Like, you know, all those guys have won recently. Zidane's won a bunch of things recently. Uh, Man City's won a bunch recently. Klopp has a bunch recently. So if you have like those same core at the top kind of winning those trophies, it's not like that you can grab from this massive pool of coaches that have won a bunch because there's not a ton of disparity. Like, those are like the same kind of those that team list is the teams that kind of usually always win. Like they win in a lot. They're like repeating. The only team that kind of gets, I guess, weird numbers is like Barcelona because their coaching corral kind of changes a lot and they win uh, different different stuff every year. And I guess a coach goes home and gets fired with the trophy in his hand. So that's different. But I think that like you might as well go with Young because if you're not gonna drop. 20 mil on grabbing, grabbing like what the cheapest best option of that group is Ancelotti. Like, I guess like, like, cause I'm not getting my bank for my buck for two shell. I'm not getting bank buck for, for, I forgot who else you named, but like, Ancelotti like sitting at 12, like he's good with players. He's experienced. Like 
he he's a good. He's also like he'd be a good transition for getting someone younger after him too. Like that's that's a whole great setup, and it like it sets a good message for the public. Like, hey, exactly. we have Pichelotti. Like, exactly. oh yeah, yeah, I like him. He's cool, it, man. He it, didn't pick somebody off. It looks like if you get somebody like Ancelotti, it looks like oh, you're like they have ambition. Yeah, you're trying. You're trying to get yeah. it cracking because we're all like, oh, Everton's trying to get it cracking. That's what everybody literally said. They're like, they're trying to get it cracking. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I also kind of think it is better to go younger. I think it's better to to give opportunities to some of these coach these players. I think we, me and you could we could easily make a list of players that we think right now would make would, would could transition into the coaching game pretty easily. We could probably come up with five each different players. Like, so I don't think it's too hard. I think it's not very demanding. So, yeah, I think a lot of teams will go with that, especially with I want to see how long it takes for some of these clubs to recover from all this because. Before on We Made It Podcast, you talked about – you brought up the teams that were in debt already with PAC stadiums. Some of these teams were in big debt already. I can only freaking imagine how bad it is if teams are asking players to take pay cuts back-to-back seasons. That's how you know it's really rough out here. Also, you know, let, let me let, let me see how old he is. Okay, Jurgen Klopp is like 50, is 53. These managers are only getting older – and the players are getting younger. They are. The, 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 the gap is like the, the, you know, somebody like Jurgen Klopp or like, I mean, like these guys don't know about like TikTok and stuff and going live on the gram and all that. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's going to be a, such a big margin of like cultural connection between like Mourinho and like somebody who's like 17. Like, you know, like imagine like if it's Neymar coming out right now. Uh, and and then like 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 him and Mourinho is it's it's like such a big gulf like yeah you you gotta start getting younger managers to be able to relate to these players and be able to like inspire the players be able to advise the players so they don't just look at oh you're just some old dude like you don't know and like and it's cheaper <laughs> and, and and you like a, a players and if it's like a club legend. It's just an easier transition. Like it, it, it's an easier way to gain respect from younger players, gain respect from older players who like used to play with them. I mean, you know, we're talking about you know when Real Madrid, you know, Sergio Ramos. Some of the guys played with Zidane before. Like some of them have met him before. You know, uh, been around the club for a while, but they've been there around the time. So it's like it's easier transition for players like that. And for young players, a lot of them ad- admire those players, admire those coaches. You know, a lot of them look up to people like Lampard. They look up to these coaches. So I think it's it's it's. It's like even with Henri and Monaco, like we PSG was for sure the move for optimal success for Henri and for PSG. But I'm not even mad at Monaco. I'm not like all the way mad at it. Like, what's the high risk? What like what would you really? What's the real risk? Like, first of all, you already get popularity, you get attention to media, you get all this stuff. Players are gonna get excited. The worst that could happen is he doesn't turn out well, and it's like, well, whatever. I spent like three million, dude. It's all good. I could have spent sixteen million on getting what's his name back. And it wouldn't have worked out anyways because he, when he came back, they kind of flamed out still. So it's like it, 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 it's a smart move. It's not a bad move if you have a former captain or like a club legend that to come back. I think it's it, and it gives them opportunities too. It gives them that Class A license, and then we get to see them grow and try again. Granted, it's whacked out a reason not coaching in MLS, but it was cool to like see him at like a different like on club and then see him there. Like it would have been cool to keep seeing these transitions happen. So you know, I like seeing it. Um, I think I think clubs are going to keep doing it too. It just it seems like beneficial on both sides. And and also it's a good idea, like the way that Real Madrid did it. Like 
have this guy. I mean, obviously you got to be smart and have the attitude to be a, a coach and like have the mentality. Put him in your youth system. Let him do it there. And then when it's an opportunity to coach the first team, he also knows the good young players. Yes, that's a fantastic point. That's a great point. Like we've seen Zidane bring up Lucas Vasquez and like uh, Asensio. Uh, uh, Bora, all these guys that he used to coach. on Odriozola. Odriozola ended up going to Bayern. You know what's a funny one? Hmm. People don't talk about that much. I remember he was actually – he didn't like having Odegaard on a Castilla team. Odegaard was getting loaned out a lot because Odegaard comes around Madrid team. He's trying to give him chances to get loaned out again. He's never – there's been rumors he's never been a big fan of him because on the Castilla team he never wanted to keep him. He always wanted to send him away. So he comes with a senior team. It's like, I haven't seen much. I'm not liking it either. I want to send him away again. So you get to see how this coach has had experience with these players a long time. People will talk all they want, but he's been around those players longer than a lot of us have been covering them. Like, he's been there since they were young, watching them grow up. It, it's just a win-win, especially when they're in your academy system. Yeah, you see their attitude, and, like, you see the, you see the intangibles for different young players. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it would it, – like, obviously, Frank Lampard was, was coaching Derby County. He's not going to go and coach the Chelsea youth team after that. Like, no. But but it would have been dope if he came from, like – I mean, he brought up a lot of the Chelsea youth um, for whatever reason. I, I, and I do think sometimes coaches do that to, like, leverage against, like, older players. But um, it would have been dope to see Frank Lampard there with the youth, the Chelsea youth team, you know, really getting to see um, Hudson Adoy and Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount and some of these other guys – Maybe I'm Apparently, they don't have any defenders in their youth um, academy. But yeah, that, that, and they got rid of one of my favorite players. That that, that Tonomori dude, and they got yeah. rid of him. He was baller. He's at Milan now. I'm mad that it, that's his name, and he plays for England. But whatever. Um, yeah. he's French too. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you sell out for? <laughs> I was about to use your term. Um, <laughs> I mean, barely, right? <laughs> but. That like I think you're. I think we're gonna start to see a, a, a like more of that happening, and it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta go out and spend, you know, this crazy amount of money doing some long ass contract. There's still so many coaches that are still getting paid off their contracts. They've been free agents for two years. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be doing that. You wanna you wanna like. I mean, really. Do the coaches deserve more than the players? Really, like I don't really think so. No, like I mean, do they deserve more security than the players? I don't really think so. Like, so you know, just I don't say like treat them like the players, but like because I think the players should be treated better too. But like, yeah, you 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 know the system is broken when literally Diego Simeone is the highest paid coach, and he has no pressure. He doesn't have to win anything. It's kind of annoying because it, people always act like in Spain there's no other options. They're like, oh, like, well, who else are going to go with Simeone's gone? I'm like, first of all, they could go you, Young, or they could go Nat Luis Enrique. He's a baller, too. Like, that, that was a good coach. Well, I, mean, y'all, 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 I thought he's he was trouble. a good coach. He wanted trouble. I'm like, I don't know why you guys hate him. I thought he's pretty good. Literally, the rift happened between he had a, he had a disagreement between the players. Happens all the time, but you have a Messi on your team. And we're kind of knowing, learning that guy's kind of a nuke against coaches. <laughs> There's been a lot of coaches since Pep, buddy. We're talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and, I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, I, I guess I don't really know this exactly, but how far off was Pep from Barcelona when he started coaching Barcelona? 
Oh, he was very young. He was like yeah. he just starting too, yeah. Yeah, he was in his thirties for sure. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was young. He, he he might have started coaching Barcelona. I kind of want to look. He might have started coaching. Let, let's see how how long it was uh, when he stopped playing. On it. Oh, who's gonna win though? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, he he managed Barcelona's B team first, just like Zidane did. Mm. Then came up and coached Barcelona's first team in '08. So he did the second day. He did a year with the B team and then came up. He stopped playing in 2006. That was his last year as a professional. Yeah. Started coaching Barcelona 2007. Uh, Barcelona B, I'm sorry. Yeah, but did, did, did the way you said, the, that youth way. Did, did, one year with the youth, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there were some things. Somebody got fired or, you know, and then they said, hey, let's just get Pep. You know, he knows everybody. He, he, he gets it. And they said, let's get it cracking. Who the hell's Dorados? Who the Damn, you know that Pep went to play in Mexico? You know that? I did not know he played, yeah. Who ain't got that bag? That shit was illegal. Oh, <laughs> Damn, what a goon. He <laughs> went and got that bag illegal. Illegal I bag. I don't know why you sent him. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I got to talk to the damn ATF. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like... You know, and, and and to be fair, there there maybe there are some. Obviously, there's a million teams, so we don't oh, know. Oh yeah, what... he 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 replaced that Dutch dude, um, Frank Richard or something. Richard, I can't Reichard, pronounce it. Reichard or something. Reichard, yeah, I can't pronounce it. But yeah, he the dude with the curls. He were he he took over after him. Like when Barcelona fired him, he took over that spot on the Barcelona eighteen. I remember that. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, and and, and I was gonna say like you know, there's probably other teams that um, are doing this. Obviously, there's a million teams. It's hard to keep track. But I feel like a lot of the bigger clubs should, like, really look at that blueprint. Like, let's get, you know, some midfielder <laughs> who was good, see the field, get them in the, our youth system, get them coaching, get them understanding how this works. You know, they're not so far removed from having managers themselves. Then get them in there. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to the tactics talk, I'm going to ask you a question on the spot. Tell me some coaches that off the top have, that you can name, have visible tactics. I mean, I think the easiest one is always to talk about, like, Pep. I think that he actually implements something when he brings a team. Very Um, obvious, obvious tactics there. It's like you can tell. I I feel like Conte does, too. I feel like he kind of does because – at least, well, at least when you see a Conte game, they're doing like a team makeup that no other team really does. Not giving you that one. Nope. Okay, this is a random on the spot question, by the way. Um, it's not a random question, but it's on the spot. I mean, um, if, if, okay, but here's but but you know what? If the tactics is such a big thing, it would be a lot easier. Yo, yeah, this is this is a hard list to think of. I don't even know if it was if there was such if if tactics was a thing that was how they make it seem. It'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, Pep does this and Klopp does this, and it's, like, very obvious. We literally had a homeboy talking about – because Liverpool presses. That's Klopp tactics. What are you talking about? Yeah, pressing is not tactics. 
counterattack is in is in tactics. That stuff is in tactics right there. Nice try. The only reason I say Pep is because like he has like a system of which how the ball moves and and players need to be. That's tactics. Like it's obvious tactics. It's like okay, yeah, I can tell. Like I'm yeah, sure you had to actually coach this into a team. Makes exactly. sense. You didn't just say we're gonna just do giving goals on counterattacks. That's not tactics, my guy. Like this is this is uh this is this is what we've been doing since birth. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just say this right now because it makes me so mad, and it's somewhat off topic. Okay, oh, but I do have one other coach that I feel like had tactics. But now I'm kind of thinking about it, and I'm, I'm going to take it back probably. But I'll say after this, dog. I've been watching Barcelona. They literally do the same give and go move with like Messi and and, and Jordi Alba. I get so mad that the defender never years. goes with him. I'm like. What are you doing? <laughs> like, twelve years. Twelve years of this. Like dog, Messi goes. Messi gets the ball. Jordi Alba will give Messi the ball. The defender that was on Jordi Alba stops and looks at Messi. Literally, there's a dude already like there with Messi. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why don't you just follow him, dude? Just <laughs> it's it's the worst. I I've been watching Barcelona games during work this week. I'm like, I hate watching these teams play against them. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. It feels like it's like the minute they play against them, everybody just forgets what the sport is. It's like, oh, we forgot how to play. Caesar, this it's just it, be it's, weird. <laughs> it's just more evidence that there's no film review. There's more evidence no. because I'm like, dog, any sport like basketball. Yo, look, they be doing this pick and roll like this all the time. So as soon as they do that, I need you to just drop back. As soon as you see a dude coming to pick you, just drop off of him. Don't don't run into the pick. Mm-hmm. And then you, okay. Soccer, okay, yeah, look, they do this move every single time. Messi's going to get the receive the ball from Jordi Alba, and then Jordi Alba's going to keep running the same direction. How come that shit works? I've literally never seen – that defender just like head the ball out because it's always some little teardrop ball. Like, just keep going with it. You'll just head the ball out. It's, it's borderline no, abusive at this point. There's no film review. Do they realize what they're subjecting me to? <laughs> they're torturing you. You're like, how did you switched over to this sport and that's how they treat you? I'm a, I'm a sporting intellectual. I cannot see the same shit play work every single time. It this is pretty is- garbage. I mean, it's already annoying having to deal with defensive positioning, let alone a damn how these counterattacks are going. Like, literally, it's the same thing every single time. Okay, I got this other guy that I kind of feel like had visible tactics. But you might not give it to me, though. And I will accept it if you don't. He hasn't coached in a while. And I'm and I'm basing this off of back when they were getting it cracking. You know, he had a little stint not that long ago where it didn't really go that well. It wasn't his fault. It was bad players. Leonardo Jardim. No? Okay. Okay. Because they were doing a lot of counterattacking, too. They were. I wouldn't say that. Like, I want to give it to him because I liked him, but not really. It was just like – it was almost like the players just played better under him. I don't think there was like – they Monaco just looked like a whole new club. It wasn't even like that because uh, it was like – it almost like they just started playing bad when he wasn't there. It wasn't like they were like, oh, look at these plays they're running. Whoa, look at this move. Whoa, like, nah. I think but, there were some – I, I think that there were some matches for sure 
where like I, I'll never forget this match. It was like Monaco versus Arsenal, and it was in Champions League. Where well, they favorite. just just they just like parked the bus and played counter. But I'm not gonna give that like the tactics because that's just like something you can just, no. just just like hey, let's just do this. It's not like oh my god, you don't need a chalkboard. No, I'll give him credit. I thought he was really good at like in-game player management. I thought he was good at like subs. I thought he was good at integrating young talent with veteran talent. I thought he did a good job meshing them. Like we remember those games watching Mbappe play. We remember seeing like Falcao play with these young guys and just how the mix of the core worked. I thought they were great. I thought that he made even players like Bakayoko look pretty decent. So I, I will give him love for that. Like I, I mean, it that takes talent. That takes skill because. He's a he's a perennial award winner of of, of 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 when I had to track him. That was rough, dog. Oh my god! Thank God he's playing Turkey now. Jesus. Um, he's in he's in Napoli. Uh, I thought I saw him in Turkey. Unless it's his twin brother. <laughs> I was watching some team name, Italiana Spore or some of that. Nah, dog. I think he's on Napoli right now. He ain't getting no burn. Um, <laughs> he's playing, dog. Yeah, they're making. That's why they're not doing good. Oh, stop it. No, he's been playing for now. He's played 15 matches. He's played 20 matches a total. No, he's been doing his thing. Oh. Mm. Well, whatever. Um, this, last time I watched him, phew, Jesus Christ. Oh this, my fool God. Got, this fool got one season he, at Chelsea. He plays like he yeah, he plays like he has a size 17 shoe. It's so weird. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He, he's still on the books he's at Chelsea. Gotta, he's got to move a ball right. He, he's still on the books at Chelsea. Um <laughs> I mean, okay. Chelsea has the largest loan list in world history. Literally. Um, yeah, like, there's definitely going to be a, a shift when it comes to coaching. I feel that coming up soon. If any team was smart out there, they would just let us share the coach's salary and us be the coaches. It would make total sense. I'm, 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 I'm brilliant when it comes to football. It's, it's, it's a breeze for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch I'm gonna be like look we're gonna play on a, on a regulation size field we're gonna play eleven on eleven. The thing that I hate them this, this is the this is the tactic that I would say to do. When somebody has the ball, try let let's try to like. I, I feel like we've talked about this before. Like I feel like back when Martez was on the show. The the fastest way to the goal is a straight line. Let's try our best to get the ball going through the middle of the pitch. I don't really want us to be going sideways if we don't have to. But if someone has the ball and they're not like basically on the 18, but yeah. the 20 yards in front of the goal, there's always got to be somebody on his face him to pass the ball to. I hate when I see somebody have the ball and there's this big ass gap of nobody in front of him. Like there's somebody way to the side, somebody behind him, somebody close to him right here, but yeah. there's nobody for him to turn around in the direction of the goal that's in front of him. There's be such big gaps all the time. I wish we could have a game up and I could just see like it's, it happens every time. Put, get somebody on his face to pass the ball to. You, you want to teleprompter to get the marker and do all that. Yeah. You, want, you want to go hard like John Madden. I know. I know. I you get gotta it. You got to have somebody to pass the ball to you on your face going to the direction of the goal. It's not difficult. Yeah. I just, I, it, 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 it just 
eliminates time wasted on both sides. Like for the the person with the ball and the person running, getting the ball. Like if you look up on the first person, you see, give me that. You can just give me the rock. You'll see I'm hitting that lane. Let's go. Like the field, the field is so big. Mm. It ain't like basketball. Like, okay. And let me just not say basketball. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Okay. The, the beauty of football. If, if you put somebody on my face and I give you the ball, I can make a run either direction off of this defender to get mm-hmm. the one-two because there's so much space. But you got to have somebody on your face. I feel like the one team that I that you see that the most is Man City. Pep don't like to have big-ass gaps. But mm-hmm. what ends up happening is they do so much dribbling around and – I'm sorry, uh, do so much passing around that they get to the 18-yard box and they're just passing the ball around. And that's just a, a – really annoying <laughs> yeah and, and and it's like they can't seem to get that balance down between like a north south striker to help that like i think gabazoo sometimes is like that but then sometimes as he isn't it's like it's like he's been coached to like be a little different than that and like his like north south approach from prior was so much more beneficial in my opinion to like what they had going on you know, it's like it's like it's like how how well a Cavani would be on that kind of team because you know he has just one objective kind of out there, but he can also do these other things to make up for it. You know, but when you have a, a Jesus, like he wants to like also kind of be that dude too, and it takes away, it takes lanes away, it doesn't create that space for everybody, and it gets awkward sometimes for Man City. And of course, it's going to happen at what time? Pressure situation, big games. That's when it's happening. Not against uh, Wycombe or Wyoming, whatever the hell they're playing, but it's when, they, when, they're, when they're playing the big matches, the, the quarterfinals, the semifinal matches and Champions League, stuff like that. Because what a team is going to do is they're going to let you bring the ball up to there, then they're going to sit. Yeah, they're just going to be like, we're going to sit back. You can run around all you want. We're literally going to keep four people in this box, and then we're going to drop back midfielders, and they're going to pester your, your passing. So it's really up to you what you want to do. I, I remember – there was, I think, I want to say it was against Leicester City the the last time they won the league, and um, like because they won it two years in a row, not the year where they got like a hundred million points, but the year after that where it like went down to the end, like Liverpool had a chance. Yeah, yeah. And I remember they were playing Leicester, and it was just like that. They're passing the ball around, never getting shots. It was so annoying, and it was getting down to the end. They, I, I want to say it was a one zero match or like a two one or something like that. The, re- the, the goal they got was Vincent Company shot the ball from way back there. <laughs> he just had the ball, and he was like, I'm, I'm going to These fools ain't going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. He shot it from like a – he shot a three-pointer <laughs> from way back, and it went Six in. Six-pointer. Yeah. So, it was, so like, there's got to be a balance. Like, and, and that's why I think, on, especially us, I think we really appreciate a player like that. Like those those kind of players that'd be like they're gonna get that ball. They're not gonna play this pass run all day game. They're just gonna get that ball. They're gonna try to put that joint behind the net. And you need those kind of players on your team to have success. You need that guy. Like you need that dude. Like Real Madrid needs that guy. You know they don't have that guy right now. Um, yeah, they may exactly. have been Benzema, but I mean like that's what made them the best team in the world. They had multiple guys that could do that. You know, so it's just it's levels to it. And you know what? Like even with Pep's tactics, like that Tiki Taka. Imagine if you had Messi, because you you really need somebody with really like for real individual brilliance. Raheem Sterling has some of that, but not on Messi's level. Like you have somebody like Messi who can like 
really draw in like hella defenders and then still get around. He causes them. problems for defenders. They're so stupid. These defenders are so stupid so, that he causes like chaos. Yeah. So 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 when you have those tactics along with somebody like that, then it's unstoppable. I think would be ridiculous. But like Man City, where they have like those tactics and it works, but like because they don't have some that player that's like so elite like that. It's stoppable at times, yeah. Um, and it's stoppable when you have like a. I feel like when you have like a coach that's or like, or, a or even if they had like a Neymar too, like just someone yeah, like that. Or Neymar, just, yeah. Just or like Neymar. Those that that kind of top three in the world one on one talent, like yeah. That that those guys like those guys fit amazing in a system like that. Like that's why Barcelona was like, ridiculous because like he had like his his tactic would like. That team, especially back then, oh my god! Like we didn't even think about how that bonkers that team was. I'm like, yeah, like guys in the Esta stuff like that. Like your team was ridiculous. They're like Fabregas coming off the bench. I'm like, oh my god! They just had it made in the shade for him. Like that, that you as a player, you probably loving it. You're like, this is the best, dude. Honestly, can you imagine? You have like, you have, you know, at least eight players that they control the ball and they get a pass perfectly. Yeah. Like every time they get the ball at their feet, there's no like pop ups. There's no like, uh, they just every time they get the ball right there and they're they're, they're, able to, they're, they're gone. Uh, who was I watching? Um, God, I was watching some team play. So many, it had to be EPL. So many passes, like the ball goes to the dude's feet, it pops up. I'm just like, oh, you got a Tottenham game you're watching. Uh, maybe I was just like Jesus, but I I can't like. So that's annoying. how I felt watching. That's how I felt watching the, the Milan game. I was like, can everybody just stop catching the ball with their shin, please? <laughs> we start using our feet. Were well, you guys like trying to control with your shins? Because it's like doom, doom, doom. Like what? the only person with a great touch left. You throw the ball anywhere. It's not that he's putting that baby down. And he actually had a goal like that. Like one of his. It just came out of him. He just put it down and just boomed it. I'm like, thank you. I'm That's like, honestly, can you just go, go? You can go anywhere. You can play any team right now because you're the only one really out here doing that still. <laughs> you know, All these other dudes be taking shin touches like they're Zardas. It's so annoying. You know, like, like I don't want to spend all the time on this because we're talking about transfers, but that was the thing when I was watching Balotelli. Balotelli would annoy the shit out of me. He's like in some space, like he's walking in some space. It was annoying. But every time, and this was even when he was with Liverpool, when they, when, when they were trashing him, every time any pass came to him, his shit could be at his shoulder, anywhere. He controlled it perfectly. He did. And I was like, yo, like, I know he ain't scoring goals. But can y'all, can, like, I can't be the only one noticing this. These garbage passes he's getting from this Brendan Rodgers team or Richie or whoever was coaching them. Yeah, back then. Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Yo, every, million. every garbage pass he gets, he controls it perfectly and, and gets it off perfectly. He, he always had that sweet touch. Even when he was at Marseille, I'm like, no, that's so nice. I'm like, like if, if you have it, and, and I'm sure that's something Pep Guardiola, being like a brilliant coach, works on his players. Look, you got to receive the passes perfectly. You can't be having them pop up on you all the time that messes up the flow of everything all the time. You see it even like even like current day Barcelona, like sometimes you see like they're passing in the back or even Real Madrid sometimes in the back. You're like, whoa, like, hey, man, can we just like breathe a little bit here? Like, 
Can we, what happened? Let's, let's just dial it back. And that's like good. But you see other teams like you're watching, like Tottenham, you're like, what is this? Is like, it's like scary watching the ball dribble in the back. I'm like, oh God, like, please stop this. <laughs> just shoot it. I don't care where you are. I'm so scared that you guys are going to lose this ball right now. This is the worst. Anyway, that's why Tammy Abraham sucks. You give him the ball, the touch is five yards from him. It's like the most infuriating thing. I'm like, what is wrong? Why why are you this way? You're garbage. I used to watch, like, when I would watch EPL, I used to just be like, yo, what do they do in practice? Because, like, every single time anybody I watched has, like, the worst touches ever. I'm like, what do they do in practice? Then I remember Bobo Vieri saying that too. He was like, he was like, in Italy, we used to do this. He's like, in in England, they don't do anything in practice. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, I knew it. They don't be doing none of these practices. Um, Gary. Okay, so let's talk about, uh, uh, by the way, anybody listening, you're never going to hear tactics talk on this level. Like, just send send over the contract now. I'll let my lawyer see it. Um, 80-20, me to Caesar. Uh